I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have got one game on this afternoon. It is Easter Monday, 4 o'clock this afternoon. We've got the West Tigers taking on the Parramatta Eels. We'll get to that one very, very quickly. But yesterday afternoon, the Titans, 20 over the Dragons, 18, and an absolute thriller. What a cracking game it was. Great to see Toby Sexton come up with the winning player. Guy that obviously came into first grade last year for the Gold Coast Titans. He was the future of the club. Uh, We sort of called at the start of the season that it was a bad idea. He needed an experienced half next to him. Uh, I think he saw sort of became the scapegoat of last year for the Gold Coast Titans, which was exactly what we predicted at the start of the season, how it would play out. They brought in Kieran Four and they partnered him up with Tanner Boyd. They look fantastic at the moment. Uh, an injury came around and Toby Sexton got his opportunity and I thought he did really, really well yesterday. So congratulations to Toby Sexton. Uh, Dragons always in this game. Obviously probably looked like that they were definitely going to win it towards the back end. Titans found a way to get the job done there though. Uh, the second game, the Newcastle Knights and the New Zealand Warriors. The Warriors, bro, They're a good footy side, but that's now two weeks in a row they've conceded 30 points. And this is what we spoke about during the week, that the win was fantastic. It was all good and well, but when you're conceding 30 points two weeks in a row, uh, that does become an issue, and that is something that the New Zealand Warriors need to sort out. Their starts are becoming a serious serious problem. It is sort of what's holding this side back at the moment because they got to the back end of that game. They were well and truly in it, but it's their starts that are just absolutely fucking killing them at the moment, so they need to get that sorted. Shout out to the Newcastle Knights, still missing so many troops, so obviously Kalen Ponga, uh, if you would have said at the start of the year that KP wasn't going to be in the side and they were going to almost do better without him than what they did with him, I think people would have laughed at you, but they've done incredibly well, the Newcastle Knights, obviously, Jaden Braley, he only played the first 60 minutes, so he missed the last 18 minutes or so where the game was really down to the crunch time, so that's your two captains gone from this side. Uh, obviously, Tyson Gamble, who's been tremendous the first few weeks, I thought they'd miss him a lot more than what they did. Um, so, yeah, the Newcastle Knights, congratulations to them. Uh, I think Jackson Hastings, he is slowly becoming one of the signings of the year. What Newcastle are doing at the moment is fucking tremendous. It is so impressive. The Newcastle Knights, they're currently sitting in eighth spot. 
and KP has missed the vast majority of the season so far. So shout out to them, as has Adam Elliott, which is worth noting. Uh, they've had so many guys miss so many games, so many key guys, and they're in eighth spot at the moment. Um, sitting above your Manly Seagulls, your South Sydney Rabbitohs, and this is where we spoke about it last week, that draw is going to be so, so important because if they were back on six points, uh, you know, they could fall as low as 13th place. Uh, but... You know, with that draw in there. Obviously, it's interesting because you've got Newcastle and Manly who are right next to each other. I don't think they'll be next to each other for all that much longer. Uh, but with that draw, it, it just takes out all your for and against. It doesn't matter. And, you know, if, if they get a win next week, they could go as high as, you know, the top four, essentially. So, shout out to Newcastle doing tremendous things. Unlucky to the New Zealand Warriors. But got to sort that defense out. This is what we spoke about midweek. It was fantastic to celebrate what the Warriors did. Uh, but like any other team... Defense matters, and uh, you know it's no shock to me when you have a look at the Penrith Panthers. They've conceded a grand total of sixty-four points so far this year. Yeah, they are looking tremendous at the moment. Granted, the Brisbane Broncos—they've played one extra game. They've only conceded ninety, so they're looking tremendous there as well. But good God, the defense of the Penrith Panthers to only concede sixty-four tries, sixty-four points in five games—fucking impressive! And it's going to be those sort of defensive efforts that are going to take you a long way in this competition. All right, let's have a look at the game this afternoon. The Parramatta Eels taking on the West Tigers, coming to you from a core stadium. It is a West Tigers home game, four p.m. this afternoon, Monday. Uh, great to have footy on a Monday next week. I believe. You've got footy on five days again because I believe it is Anzac weekend next weekend, is it? Yes. No, sorry, the week after that. You've got a couple of games on a Tuesday and whatnot, so that's going to be super exciting. So we get uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then we get a little spell, and then we have two games on the Tuesday, the traditional Anzac game. So that's going to be sensational. Uh, But let's get stuck into this afternoon's game, the West Tigers and the Parramatta Eels. We'll go through the team list now as they have been named. Charlie Staines at fullback for the West Tigers. Sukapoa on one wing, Junior Tupou on the other side, Brett Naden and Staffatoa in the centres. Adam Dewey moves back to his usual spot of six, as he's done the last few weeks. Luke Brooks in the seven. Stefano up front with David Klemmer. The skipper, Api Curacao in the nine. Isaiah Papali and Johnny Bateman in the back row on the edges. Fanua Bowl in jersey 13. Their bench, Jakey Simpkin, Alex Twell, Joe O and Sean Bloor. They're extended as it stands right now. Justin Matamua and Alex Seafarth. I'm expecting the West Tigers to go as they are named. The Parramatta Eels, Clint Gutherson at fullback, the skipper, Mike Acevo and Hayes Dunster on the wings, Will Penasini in the centres with Sean Russell, the other centre, coming in to replace Wonga Blake, Dill Brown at six, Mitchie Moses in the seven. Up front, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Wittermu Greg, who replaces uh, Junior Bolo, who's still out for a few more weeks. Oh, still out for one more week, I think. Josh Hodgson wears jersey nine. There just Sean Lane returns to his first game on the season. Very, very excited to see Sean Lane. Obviously had an unbelievable season last year. Really hoping he can back it up and hopefully uh, put his hand up for a bolter for an Origin debut this year. He's a very, very good body shape. A very different body shape that'll do very well in the Origin arena, I think. Bryce Cartwright in Jersey 12. Looks like he will move from the left to the right. Interesting to see the minutes he plays because there is going to be a lot of question marks around the Parramatta Eels rotation. We'll talk about that very soon. Ryan Madison moves back into his usual 13 jersey. Their bench, Jermaine Hopgood, our boy, Brendan and hands, Jack Murchie and Makatawa. Their extended bench, Jackie Arthur and Offahigi Ogden. I'm expecting both of these teams to go 1-17, but I think you could see a bit of a shuffle around. Now, Jermaine Hopgood, he's obviously been killing it in the 13 jersey, doing very well, but looks like Brad Arthur's gone off him a little bit. He has been named in the 14. You guys need to keep a very, very close eye on team lists before this game starts because 
there's a number of ways that this could play out. Um, the first one is that, you know, they run out as Brad Arthur has named them. Bryce Cartwright on the right edge. Ryan Madison in jersey 13. What I would see happening is that Wittermoo Greg, uh, he will come off after about 25 minutes. Ryan Madison will probably move into the front row rotation. Uh, and Jermaine Hopgood will probably move into that 13 role. The other option is you take Greg off, you just put Jermaine Hopgood on as a middle forward, sort of play him and Matto playing a very similar role. That worries me a little bit with how lateral they can get. The other option is that Ryan Madison potentially moves to the edge uh, and you have Jermaine Hopgood who starts in the 13 and Bryce Cartwright starts off the bench. So, so many options for this Parramatta side. Personally, I think without Junior, they need Matto and Jermaine Hopgood coming through the middle. If I had to guess how this is going to play out, I think that Greg will come to the bench after about 20 minutes. I think Matto moves into a front row spot, just taking metres through the middle. And then I think you'll see Jermaine Hopgood play in that 13 role for the last, you know, 55, 60 odd minutes there. That's how I see it playing out. We'll see how it goes. And then you would obviously have Jack Murchie and uh, Makatoa, who can sort of substitute with, you know, obviously Ryan Madison, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, uh, Widermoo, Greg, these sort of guys. You've obviously got Brendan Hands, who will come on and play a little bit of nine. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually start hands this afternoon as well. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to see mass changes for the Parramatta Eels this afternoon. There's a number of things that they could change here. Uh, but I'm just very interested to see how they manage Madison, Jermaine Holtgood, Bryce Cartwright, how it all works there. You might even find that Sean Lane, first game back, he might not play huge minutes. They might only have a you know, 50, 60-minute um, hit out there. I think it will depend on how this game is going. If they're up by quite a bit, it might be hard to get a read on. Uh, so, yeah, plenty of things to think about there with the Paramount Eels and we will be watching their rotation very closely especially all of our super coach players a lot of people sold Jermaine Hopgood last week oh, this week sorry I think you should have kept him this week just to see how it all plays out because I also think if they put a big score on the West Tigers Jermaine Hopgood could be offloading at will uh, and I think he's got a lot of upside same as your Bryce Cartwrights and your Ryan Madison Maddo's a really interesting guy super coach wise I think we'll touch on him a little bit more pending on his score this week but I think he's a guy that me and Timmy will be looking at over the next few weeks. Who wins this one? Look, I actually think the Tigers have put up a much better fight than what people are expecting. I'm hearing a lot of people say that they're going to lose, you know, by 40, 50, 60, whatever it might be. Uh, I don't think they will. I think they'll put up a bit of fight. I, have a, I had a feeling about the Canberra Raiders that they would bounce back this week. Uh, but once Joe Tapanay was ruled out, I pushed back on that. I, I, had, I went heavily for the Broncos. Uh, that turned out to be on the money. My early thoughts didn't stick with it, unfortunately, which sucks. But you got to wear those ones. I've got to film the West Tigers stand up here. I don't think they win, but I think I don't think they lose by a thousand points. I think they get within about twelve or fourteen of the Parramatta Eels in this game. Both teams love conceding points. There's no secret there, so I wouldn't be surprised if we end up with a you know thirty-four to twenty sort of scoreline in this game. I think there will be points. I think it's looking like good conditions in Sydney for this one. Uh, so I do think it's going to be a cracker. But I do think Parramatta. I think they get the job done. I think we do see some exciting footy. Uh, but I have got Parramatta still winning this one, but I don't think it'll be the landslide that many are expecting. West Tigers are at $4. Wow. 12.5 is the line. I do not mind that. I think they'll get close. But you obviously, it's very hard to trust this West Tigers side at the moment because they are an absolute basket case, and there's been more dysfunction this week. Uh, saw a rumour the other day, or I don't think it was a rumour. It was actually being spoken about, that there was a reportedly going to be some West Tigers fans were going to get together, and in the 11th minute, do a walkout to show their disgust in the club at at the moment, I've had a few West Tigers players send it to me. Apparently, and I don't know if this is true, so do your own fucking research, but 
From what I've read, apparently the guy that was pushing uh, to have this done within the West Tigers fan base, he was actually invited into the club to tour the gym and to tour the facilities and talk to the board. Uh, whether this is true or not, I don't know. It's very hard with the West Tigers at the moment, whether you're reading a Batuta article or if you're reading Dead Set, what is happening at the West Tigers. But a few people have told me, so if this isn't true and it's all bullshit, one of the great wool pulls, but if it is true... Good God, you've got to wonder at what point, I mean, what other clubs would take a a disgruntled fan and bring them into their four walls to try and convince them out of representing how the fans are feeling? You know what I mean? It just seems crazy. I I can't see a world where a Melbourne Storm fan complaining on the internet gets invited inside the four walls, into the facility, just talk to the boards, talk to coaches and whatnot. I just, I don't know. Maybe you guys see this situation differently, but I just find that so fucking bizarre, it's not even funny. Once again, it's one of those situations where it legitimately could be a Batuta. I could have egg all over my face and look like an idiot. I'm just going off what I've been told by a few West Tigers fans that that has occurred. So once again, do your own research there, guys. I'm not telling you that is factual. Uh, From what I've heard, though, apparently it is. I just don't know whether to believe it or not. If it was any other club, I probably wouldn't believe it. But you know what? At the West Tigers, fuck me. Maybe it is what happened. Also, I haven't spoken about it since the other day, but shout out to the West Tigers. Put out their uh, their new Anzac jersey. I thought they did a really good job with their new jersey. Uh, had a lot of people message me and everything and say, oh, they used another stock image. What did you expect them to do? They had 24 hours to make a jersey. Yes, they fucked up the first time, and I'm not defending them there in any way, shape, or form. That was one of the great bed shits of all time but they had 24 hours to put another jersey together. Yeah, they used a stock picture. It was a fucking silhouette. What did you think they were going to do? Go out that night and dress someone up to take a picture of a silhouette? A lot of these jerseys are using stock images. Yeah, that's what they're used for. Um, If you want to bag the West Tigers about their first jersey, by all means, get stuck into them. Let let them have it. If you're a West Tigers fan, I'd be disgraced if you're someone that is involved in Army and all that sort of stuff. I, you know, I'm obviously not, so it doesn't impact me as much, uh, but I can understand your frustration there. The second image, I personally think that if you're still complaining about the second image and about them using a stock image, I think you're just k- kicking the West Tigers whilst they're down to, for the sake of kicking the West Tigers, uh, which I don't think is necessary personally. Had 24 hours to come up with a new jersey to try and rectify what they did. I don't think they handled it overly well, to be honest with you. Uh, with some of the media releases and all that sort of stuff, you're in the wrong. Just wear it, deal with it, move on, on to the next job. But they did take a different approach that I didn't agree on, but if you are bagging them for that, that latest jersey... I don't know. just seems a bit over the top to me. Yes, they use a stock image. That's what stock images are for, though. I guarantee you. I had to look through all the Anzac jerseys in the last four or five years without going and finding the stock images. If you're in the industry and you understand what stock images are and what they're used for, I guarantee you there's a lot of fucking jerseys out there that have used similar things previously. We saw the Canberra Raiders example from a couple of years ago. I guarantee you it's not the only one. I can guarantee you that. So West Tigers completely shit the bed on that jersey. I understand that. I'm not pushing back on that. The second one, though, if you're getting stuck into them over that, I personally think you're getting stuck into them for the sake of getting stuck into them whilst they're down. So that's just my take on it, but we'll move on from that anyway. Uh, When I have a look at my anytime try scorers and everything for this game, 
Oh, oh, it's an ugly one, isn't it? I'm just, I'm not really sure which direction to look here. I look at the West Tigers and I think they will score points. I'm just not sure where they're going to come from. Uh, Asukapawa, I think he's a tremendous footballer. I really, really like him. He has got errors in him, I understand that, but I just think he's a good footballer. I think he should be in the centres for them. They're playing him on the wing. I think he should be in the centres or in the back row, but he's a really strong body. I do like him. He's at $2.55. I don't mind the value there. I think that he can play and he's a good footballer. The other one I don't mind, as always, John Bateman. He can just create something out of absolutely nothing. $4.60 in the dry in this game. He'll be roaming. That You can see the way that he's playing. The West Tigers and Tim Sheens have really given him a license just to do whatever the fuck he wants. So I really like John Bateman at $4.60. Adam Dewey's the other one. Moving back to 5'8". Uh, another week to recover from that foot injury. Moving back to his usual spot at 5'8". He'll get good ball down that side. I do still really worry about his combination with John Bateman. It doesn't look like it's overly working for me. Uh, but Adam Dewey at $5.10. He's a brilliant ball runner. Um the Parramatta Eels, I mean, they've got so many good defenders in their team, but they're not defending well as a unit so far this year. So Adam Dewey's the other one at $5.10. I don't mind. I just think that's overs for a guy of his ability that runs the football. Uh, but I am, I'm not entirely sure where the West Tigers, their points come from, because I just, I'm, I'm not even sure if the West Tigers understand their brand and their identity of football at the moment. It feels like they're still working it out on the fly. For the Paramount Eels, a lot of guys are really short here. Your Hayes Dunces, your Sevos, Guthos, all under $2. Not much value there. I think Will, Will Pensini started the season really well. He looks strong at $2.40. Both of the halves, though, they're pretty short for halves. Dill Brown, two seventy five. Mitch Moses, three forty five. Very short. Sean Lane, three seventy. Pretty short for a guy coming back in his first game. Not sure how many minutes he'll play. I do like Bryce, Bryce Cartwright. I think he'll play big minutes on the right edge. I think they, they'll have to keep Maddo through the middle. So Bryce Cartwright, he should play 80 minutes on the right edge or close to $4.90 for a guy like Bryce. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Really don't mind that, especially when you're going to be running off uh, Mitch Moses. That's always gold. We know that the guys out there do score tries for fun. And Bryce Cartwright, I wouldn't be surprised if he crosses. He's my one there that I really like, $4.90. My other one is Ryan Madison. I think with Junior out, he's going to have to play big minutes through the middle. $5.60 is fucking outrageous for a guy like Maddo. Uh, Jermaine Holtgood penning his minutes. He's five sixty as well. But out of those two right now, I'd be leaning towards Ryan Madison. I do think he'll play big minutes. We know that he can score tries. Uh, good leg speed. He's got on him, I just five sixty seems like overs for me for Ryan Madison. So there are a couple of Parramatta forwards there that I like at value: Bryce Cartwright and Ryan Madison. Don't mind Jermaine Hopgood as well. I've been saying it for weeks; he will crash over eventually. When that is, I'm not sure, but if you can time your run there on Jermaine Hopgood, you will get some really good value there at five sixty. But Ryan Madison, he's the one that I like tomorrow. I think he's overs at five dollars sixty for the Parramatta Eels. Obviously, a guy that missed the start of the season. Juniors out this game. I think he'll be out for a big one here. So they're my anytime try scorers, guys. For the West Tigers, Asuka Power and. 
and Johnny Bateman. Adam Dewey's a good value as well. For the Eels, all the backs, they're all pretty short. Same with the halves, so I'm going to look to the forwards. Bryce Cartwright running off Mitch Moses. Do not mind that at $4.90, but Ryan Madison, $5.60. That is overs for a guy with his ability, his leg speed, his strength. He's just got it all, Maddo. $5.60, that is simply too good. Parramatta to win today, guys, but I do think it will be a little bit closer than what people are giving the... Uh, I think it will be a little bit closer than what people are giving credit to the West Tigers, but I have got Parramatta winning this one. Enjoy your Easter Monday footy, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with all of our reviews from round six. It was an absolute cracker. And then Tuesday, we'll be heading into Bloke in a Bar Studios. Um, we'll have all of our reviews and everything coming Tuesday and Wednesday. And then Beers and Break Evens, Wednesday afternoon, 3 p.m. It's going to be an absolute cracker this week. Huge content, shorter week. Uh, big week for me. I get married on Friday, so I'll be on my honeymoon next week. So I'll have a heap of content coming out for you guys. It'll be pre-planned. Live stuff, there probably won't be as much as I would like, uh, but there will still be plenty more content coming your way. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.